0: Welcome to I Change the Narrative, a podcast for and about Black men inspiring, supporting, and empowering Black men and Black boys. Today, we're talking about acupuncture. Before we start the conversation, I want to ask our guests to tell us about yourself and the work that you're involved in that lends itself to the topic and the lived experience.
1: Thank you so much, Eronika. Um my name is Corey Brown, and I'm a licensed acupuncturist and practitioner of Chinese medicine. Um, I started this journey about five years ago. Um, basically, I always wanted to be a healer, a practic- physician, I should say, but I always was into the holistic realm of medicine. And so a mentor of mine basically told me if I wanted to have the kind of approach that I was looking for, I should look into the medicine she was involved in. And so basically I started to get books and read up on the philosophies and the comparisons of Western medicine and Chinese medicine. And it totally clicked to me that this was it. Like, this is how I kind of basically always saw myself as a healer. And so that's kind of how I got in that realm. And then it just, you know, seeing seeing the, um, the ability to utilize herbs to treat people internally and lifestyle changes and nutrition and just looking at the body as a whole picture. Versus looking at symptoms piece by piece because everything's connected from within, and so basically I, I I indulged on that journey. I got confirmations all through the journey that I chose the right path, and pretty much I feel like I'm living the dream and living the passion.
0: Awesome! Thank you so much. This episode of I Change the Narrative is powered by So Organic, So Suave, also known as Sauce. Sauce is a luxury hair care and skincare. Refuge for those with thick hair and melanin-rich skin for healthy beard growth to top-of-head hair styling to an illuminating skincare regimen. Sauce Essentials will naturally enhance your outer appearance to strengthen your inner confidence. Sauce invites you to accept the authenticity and real self-care and embrace your best. You can find Sauce's award-winning grooming essentials online at sossd.co. Again, that's S-O-S-S-D dot You can also follow Sauce on Instagram for the latest in product news and updates at S-O-S-S-D Elevate your grooming with Sauce today. So as a leader in acupuncture and holistic healthcare, care, um, you've already answered how you got into um, the work, the field. But what makes your work so unique?
1: Well, I guess I can say, you know, just looking at the, like I was saying, just the way we look at the health, look at the body, right? We kind of looking at the body as a whole picture. And so when a typical person comes into the office for whatever they may be coming in for, it could be a headache, it could be digestive problems, it could be anxiety, right? We're not taking a symptomatic approach we're looking at okay let's look at your body as a whole let's see where the imbalance is at where's the misconnect between yin and yang which involves an intake pulse taking looking at the tongue to make a full diagnosis to see where is the disharmony, and then utilizing acupuncture herbs lifestyle dietary like all these different things we're bringing that disharmony back into harmony and then the body can utilize its natural tools to heal itself and you know typically you know you go for a western doctor visit you might be in there less than 10 minutes they trying to get you in and get you out right when you come to see us we spend more time listening to you because even though we're finding that imbalance you know more about your body than i do the patient is going to always know more about themselves than you do as far as telling you what's going on, right? And then it's our job to see why that is. And so basically helping people to look at themselves more as a whole picture versus, you know, symptoms, you know, that I feel like makes it very unique and just taking that whole body approach, right? Instead of taking, oh, my stomach hurt. Let me take something for this. What about why is my stomach hurting? Is there something overall with my emotions, my diet, my lifestyle that's also affecting that, that I also need to address, right? So just kind of looking at ourselves as, as a whole and just treating the body once again from the the root, the holistic perspective, the root. I think that's very unique because we're not taught in our society to look at our health and wellness from that, that spectrum. Hmm.
0: That's absolutely, yeah, you're right. Um, do you think that it would be helpful for um, a patient, a client of yours, to go and see their primary care doctor um, after their physical, and then come see you, so that way they can give you the results and you can treat them for whatever's you know coming up in their test or whatever's revealed at that primary doctor care, doctor's appointment.
1: I'll say there's a yes and a no to that question. I'll tell you why. So the yes is because we work hand in hand. You know, when we work together, it's really great because the Western practitioners, they have all the technology, you know, so they're looking at things. They can go in and like look internally to see what's happening. And so that can kind of give you some feedback, you know, oh, you know, they say this is high or I have this going on here. Right. So that gives you some tools. But then the no is because sometimes a patient will go see their primary. They have a lot of tests run and things come back like, oh, you're okay. Nothing's wrong. But the patient still has these symptoms and they're trying to figure out, well, why do I still have these symptoms if nothing's wrong? And so then because of the way we look at the human body and the in the system, we can go in and see deeper what's going on because we're looking at it from a totally different perspective. So I've had patients come in who they've had all these tests done with their primary, they've seen physical therapists, they've seen all these people, nothing's helped. So they're like, okay, I'm just giving you a shot now because I'm willing to try anything now. And that'll be the one thing that works for them after they've tried all these different modalities, right? So sometime we're able to see things from that spectrum. And I have some patients at this point now when anything's wrong, they're like, I'm coming to see you, you're my primary care. You know, I'm gonna come see you first. Because I go if I go to urgent care, I'm gonna pay this money and then I don't get nothing. But if I come see you, I get results. So that's the yes and the no to that.
0: I like that answer. Um, I think I'm leaning towards um what you said as far as I am very strongly considering um my acupuncturist as my primary in my head. So uh-huh. Thank you for that. You are just confirming some things um, as I journey through this. Is there scientific proof that acupuncture works?
1: Yes. Yes. And today we are having even more scientific proof, Um, you know, as we do research, more and more research, you know, we're finding um, a lot of different articles with a lot of scientists that are doing the work, you know, they are like looking at how acupuncture affects the brain how it uh, stimulates the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system and how this basically emits responses throughout the body. You know, there's even been some talk within the last year of like certain meridians now that they're able to see the meridian actually going through the body where, you know, they're saying in Chinese medicine, we knew this existed thousands of years ago, right? And so they're doing even more and more research. And of course, in my doctoral program, that I'm currently in. That's part of it is the research aspect, conducting research and also like giving back to the field. So we have more and more knowledge, you know what I mean? Because the the thing is that we need people to be more educated on it. And in this society, you know, a lot of, you have a lot more Western practitioners that are uh, getting into acupuncture and referring patients out to acupuncturists because they're, knowing that it works for this and it works for that. And so the more we do this research, the more they have that research, because for them, it has to scientifically make sense for them because that's just how they think. That's how their mindset works. And so when they see that, they're like, okay, here's the science, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I will say, though, there are some things that work in this medicine that just can't scientifically be proven because this medicine predates the scientific method. You know, this medicine goes back 5,000 years. Western medicine is about 400 years. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, when I was- um, So,
1: proven, I you know it's, it works. We have, works because we have documentation and old documents these years and for centuries. So we know it worked, but it just hasn't been able to be proven scientifically, if that makes sense. That makes sense. So, because this is
0: a show geared towards black men, what makes black men viable candidates for acupuncture?
1: Oh, okay. That's a good question. Um, So, you know, in our society, and I'll start with one aspect because it hits home for me, um, the emotional aspect. Because I feel like in our society, we are taught as Black men to not really express our emotions. Mm -hmm. We talk, we need to, like, we have this pride thing and we talk, we need to hold it in, be a man, right? Mm -hmm. And what that does is, all that does is create stagnation. What we call in our medicine as stagnation, meaning, you know, things aren't moving, right? Right. And Mm -hmm. so whenever we have like stress, irritability, anxiety, all these things create stagnation. So we can't get things moving. We say in the medicine, chi flow, right? So we get stagnation. And what that causes is that causes like things to knot up. And that can cause us to feel like uptight or like a bomb that's waiting to explode. You get what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so when you repel these emotions, because the body naturally wants to express that when you go through something, when you repel it, you cause more harm, you cause more stagnation, right? So as black men, we tend to hold that in because we feel we don't want to feel vulnerable, right? Because we think if we feel vulnerable, we're going to be judged, all these different things. But what helps us even more is if we express those emotions. And this medicine can help with that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It can help with the movement of that energy, helping you to express your energy more, helping you to realize that, look, I'm a pitcher just like every other human, just like every other living thing. This needs to flow. If it doesn't flow, then that causes me more harm. You know what I mean? That causes me way more harm and and it causes my emotions to be more stagnated. I can't really go on with my life, be the provider I want to be if I don't know how to express myself, Mm -hmm. if I just hold that in, you know? So I would say I see a lot of that when I'm working with my fellow brothers is that that emotional component, we don't really know how to process it because we've been taught not to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so this medicine can really help you with grounding and finding ways to be able to express that without really feeling like, oh, man, I'm totally vulnerable and I'm being looked at negatively. Negatively, This can help with that, with pushing, just helping you to push through, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um do you see a, do you have a lot of um black male clients?
1: I will say not as many as women. Mm. It's been something I've been working on and I've I've been able to reach out and work with some of my brothers in the community, but I will say that our field we have more women that come see us than men.
0: Right.
1: And I'm trying to tra- change that, you know, by being able to talk with my brothers and get them to come in and the more and more I see them they're like, "Man, I needed this." Right. Like, this is great. Like, I need to I need to come see you more. Right. Right. But I think it still is that that um, whole thought process of um, I'll be all right. I could I could look after myself later. You know what I mean? I'm going to be fine type of thing. It's like you got to almost reel them in Mm. to come to come in. You know what I mean? To, To to really think and know that I need to put myself first. I need to keep myself grounded. And so just trying to change that, that's been a big mission of mine. Wow. That's that's good. Keep up
0: the great work in that area um, because this is something that our Black community needs. Um, I mean, it's an answer, like I said to you earlier offline, that this is an answer to um, some of my, <laughs> this is an answer to my prayer, you know, because it mm-hmm. definitely has me feeling so much better as well as my mother, and um, my father's getting ready to get into it. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, and now um, he is a uh, veteran. They are now promoting that um, mm-hmm. within um, that industry. So, you know, thank you so much. Um, let's talk about how acupuncture may be one of the answers to curbing mental health challenges such as depression,
1: energy, countenance, and mood? That's a big one. And that's one of the number one things I treat in my practice. Um, Mm -hmm. All the things you mentioned, anxiety, depression, insomnia. Um, So, you know, once again, we're looking at the body from a disharmony perspective. So, even though a person may have anxiety or depression, he may have a number of people that have these symptoms. They all may have different root causes for why they have the same symptom, which is why we don't take the same shoe fit all approach, you know, like Western medicine tends to do, which is why some people feel better and some people don't. Mm-hmm. Because just because they all have the same symptom don't mean they have the same root cause for the same symptom. So being able to look at, when you have someone coming in for anxiety or stress or depression looking at the body from the root we can really see why is that anxiety manifesting why are you waking up every morning between 2 and 3 why do you feel like you're triggered all the time like you're going to like go off on somebody right we can see that root cause and we can use the acupuncture. We can prescribe personalized herbal formulas to help that root and also offer nutrition. Like, okay, you shouldn't eat these type of foods. You should eat these type of foods for your constitution because what's good for your friend, not good for you. Y'all have two totally different constitutions and that food is energy and we're gonna support that imbalance with the food, acupuncture, herbs, also the lifestyle things you should do and shouldn't do all of these things are going to work towards the same goal at fixing the same root. So I see that a lot of like time and time again, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't do other things like therapy along with this, this should be done with that though. Like, you know, like you're doing therapy, let's do acupuncture too. I find that the herbal and the, the herbal knowledge that we have in the acupuncture itself, tends to work way better than the medication, the Western medication for mental health, because usually it's it's causing another symptom. You know, some people feel just so leveled down and weighed down when they're on the medication, you know, because it just weighs their emotions down and they just feel kind of like zombied out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with us, when we go in after the root, you miss those side effects while fixing the root. You get what I'm saying? While, while helping with the symptom. So I think that this is one of the biggest things that we can do for mental health, you know, and that doesn't mean, like I say, you stop seeing your therapist. You still see your therapist, but you also come see your acupuncturist and try to see if, where am I out of balance? What do I need to do? You know, I'm an advocate of it because acupuncture personally has helped me with my anxiety and my stress and my insomnia. Like this is this has helped me as a practitioner and as a healer. So that's why I'm also a big advocate of it as well.
0: Right. Um, so you spoke about, you look you examine the tongue and I remember my acupuncturist examined the tongue and she saw that I was cold on the inside. And she also, you know, for some reason, um, she said, are you not sleeping good at night? Um, do you get up in the middle of the night? Um, and of course she was correct. Talk to us about the tongue. What oh, It's like an x-ray I'm hearing.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the tongue, basically the tongue replicates the inside of the body. So you have certain aspects of the tongue where you can see different organs. Like we look at the tip, that's more of like the heart. We look at kind of like going from the tip to the outside, that's the lung. Then the outside, you got the liver and spleen and gallbladder. In the middle, you got the stomach and spleen. And then you go to the back and you got kidney and bladder. So first of all, you can look at different parts of the tongue that go to certain organ meridians. Then you're looking at the coat. So how thick is the coat? Is the coat thin? Which can tell you if there's what we call a yin deficiency or a yin excess, if there's too much um, fluid retention, meaning your metabolism isn't well. And then with that, we're also looking at is the tongue puffy is there teeth marks, which can tell you more, even if there's like more fluid retention. If it's thin, you might be blood deficient. It, it can, and there's so much different things. And then the color of the tongue, you know, if it's real pale that can show that you're deficient. You know, if there's a thick white coat that can show you have internal cold or cold dampness, as we say. Redness shows heat, right? So, which can be inflammation. So, the tongue can tell you a lot. It can tell you a lot. And so, it really... Putting that with the pulses can really help you say, okay, this is where the imbalance is. And this also goes with what this patient is telling me as well.
0: Hmm. That's deep. So. <laughs> That's deep. So what I'm learning from all of this and putting together what everything that you're saying so far is that everything in our body is connected. You know, we're always hearing that everything is connected, but it really is connected.
1: Yes. Like I'm. Yes.
0: I, I'm hearing, you know, even things, parts of my feet are connected to my heart and it's connected to my brain. This, this amazes me. This yes. amazes me. All right, so how can acupuncture help with common ailments, illnesses and diseases that black bodies typically bout with, such as diabetes?
1: Yes, so, you know, all of those things, cause you know, we deal with diabetes, cholesterol issues, hypertension, mm-hmm. a lot of these things we're dealing with in our communities. And since we're looking at the root, right? We're looking at the root cause of why these things happen. It's, you see a lot of common ailments, you know, within the community, the things we eat, of course,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the things that we do, the lifestyles we live. And you know, you know, you know, you get asked when you go to the doctor, does do these things run in your family? Does diabetes run in your family, right? Of course, if you may have genetic markers for something, if it runs in your family, but that doesn't mean that you have to get that, Mm -hmm. right? If you eat the same food they ate, if you live the same lifestyle that they ate, if you're doing the same things that they did, yes, that can put you as a precursor to get those same things. But if you start early seeing, we can see some of these imbalances and saying, okay, they have this deficiency and this excess, we need to treat that because in 10 years, they could be looking at hypertension. Okay, they got this disharmony here. This could be diabetes later on if they don't handle it in 10 years. But you can stop that from happening early if they start taking those changes, right? They will not never see hypertension if we can already see, okay, they have this deficiency and excess here. So let's start working on this now. Let's start saying, you know, telling them, look, Try not to eat these different things. Your constitution leans towards this this realm. So try to incorporate more of these foods. Try to reduce these kinds of foods. And let's start working on this with herbs and acupuncture. And then in 10 years, they don't never have to see hypertension or high cholesterol, right? And so we can start to work on some of these generational illnesses if we can start recognizing some of these things at the root that's there and fixing them
0: wow um yeah i i agree with you in in that um the acupuncturist said to me before my parents before my mother um began her sessions she said yes get your parents in here because and stop or we can you know um it's good for their particular age because it is you know, good for the onset or, you know, it can, they, they can avoid or something like this dementia and, and Alzheimer's or and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So she was just like, yeah, get them in, get them in. So.
1: Yeah. Taking that proactive approach.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, what ages would you recommend um, for seeing acupuncturists?
1: So in our medicine, you can, we can see as young as infants, all the way to the elderly. Cause I work with kids too. I love working with kids. There is a slightly different approach when you work with kids, but uh, kids respond much quicker to the medicine than we do actually because they're still developing but they're not as out of balance as we are. And so they will respond like that. You know what I mean? When we treat them with just little things like herbs and sometimes with the youth, You know, like if I'm dealing with like a four year old or five year old, I might not really do needle retention. Right. Because them laying still for 15 minutes or, you know what I mean? That's a long time for them. And so either I'm doing like in and out needles or I may do like what we call twina massage, which is a medical massage. So you kind of like doing massage on certain areas of the meridians or acupuncture points to get that same effect that you would get with needles and it works for them. It really does. And so I see a lot of kids as well. And so I think that the younger is the better because you also start to have them start seeing that I don't have to look at the approach to my health and wellness from one lens. Mm -hmm. I can also look at myself as getting treated from a holistic perspective, which centuries ago, that's how we were Mm -hmm. treating each other. That's how we were being treated in our communities. If we look back way you know prehistoric times, right
0: right It was herbs
1: and medicine and so I think it's a great thing. So there's really no age limit to be honest mm-hmm.
0: And I since you talk about years ago, um, I first when I start started to research acupuncture, I wanted to see what the research was saying about for black for the black community and I learned that Tupac's stepfather, um, and the Black Panther movement, they were bringing this type of health care into their communities to help with addictions.
1: Yes, yes. So we have something called Detox or the NADA protocol, which I do for individuals every week, actually. I um, actually have several nonprofits I'm partnered with. And actually just yesterday, every Saturday, I do Detox for some participants. And so, yeah, they they... They brought that over. You know, they found out that, you know, in China, there was a position that was treating addictions with acupuncture.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, in, in our communities, what we were seeing was, it was yeah, they were trading one addiction for the for another, right? Methadone, you know, right. things like that. Mm-hmm. Then you get addicted to the methadone. And so they wanted to have a more holistic approach for the community. And so they went to China and learned this you know, learned acupuncture and learned this protocol and brought it back and, you know, basically develop what we have now that's called the NADA protocol or Detox, mm-hmm. And, you know, offering this to people in our communities to help with addictions um, where, you know, it's holistic, it's natural, you know, you don't have no side effects. And, you know, the science behind it is it kind of helps the brain to naturally release the certain molecules mm-hmm. to fill certain receptors that the substance would feel. Mm-hmm. So now because the brain is naturally releasing these chemicals, you have no, you have a lesser urge for the substance. Mm-hmm. So it can help you with addictions. But it doesn't just help with addictions, it also helps with like anxiety, depression, insomnia, just helping with a nice emotional balance and emotional grounding. Right. So just to give you a little more history on that.
0: Yeah. I remember my first appointment. Um, I went in average like an average mood, average feeling. Um, And then she placed hot needles in my head and on my back. And um, after that appointment, life was just totally high. Life was so good. I just, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't trade anything for the world. Yes. It's amazing.
1: It's mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. It's mind blowing because sometimes we don't really know that we have these imbalances until we get balanced. Right. And then you're like, oh, wow. You know, I didn't know I could feel this way. And
0: that was what I was feeling. I said, whoa, I didn't know I could feel this way. Right. It was just good. It was just good. I'm so glad to have this conversation. Um, What do acupuncture needles do and how does it work to relieve pain? Because I'm still in awe of that.
1: So the needles, by the way, are hair thin for anybody out there that's a little needle scared. um, It's nothing like needles that, that you experience at the doctor or the hospital. They're hair thin. And so most people don't even feel them go in and they emit a response. And in the terms of our medicine, we say moves cheap. So with pain, you know, um, basically when we have stagnation, you know, when there's no movement that causes stagnation and we get pain there. So even when you hit yourself, that causes localized stagnation, which is what you feel pain. Like if you get a knot there and it feels like when you press it, it, it hurts more, right? Because it's Like it's stagnation. So then you press it, it makes it even more stagnant. But we want to move that stagnation to relieve the pain. So what acupuncture does is it helps to move that energy. It helps to move that stagnation to relieve pain. And you'll see sometimes with acupuncturists, they're not even needling in the area of the pain. You might have pain and they treat you to treat your hip. Or you might have pain in your neck and they're treating your hand to treat the neck because of the way the meridians run in the body. So you don't necessarily have to go locally where the pain is to treat the pain because the needles, once again, we're moving energy. And so we're trying to balance energy and we're trying to get that energy flowing to relieve that pain. And so when mm-hmm. there's movement, there's no pain. When there's no movement, there, you, you know we get stagnation and then that can develop into pain. And so that's, that's the basic theory of why how acupuncture works to relieve pain as we move that energy and we balance it out, right? We mm-hmm. tell it where Can, to go.
0: Got it. Can you explain um once you attend a session after the session several days later, you may feel a little stiff, um heavy headaches, but it's really not a headache, it's just something annoying going on and um you, you seem to be overtaken by a lot of sleep.
1: You mean after an acupuncture session? Yes. Okay. So how to answer this question. Um, sometimes, so it depends on the practitioner because you really have to look at the constitution because if a person comes in and let's say that they're kind of on the deficient side, we have to be careful to not move too much energy because if we move too much energy, you can wipe them out more. Mm. And so they'll feel good, but they might say, man, I just feel so tired. You know what I mean? I just want to sleep. Right. Whereas, you know, some people you got to kind of tonify and build them up a little bit because the energy is so low and gently move. So you don't wipe them out completely because you can wipe someone out if you treat, if your treatment is very, very strong and their energy and chi is very, very low. And so you got to kind of be mindful of that. So sometimes a person, even though they're in the stage of getting better, the other, the other side of that is they may feel like they want to sleep more because now the body is naturally doing what it wants to do to kind of recover itself. You know, you've kind of awoken up those healing properties for this person to be healed and they need more rest. They really do. They're just not getting it. And so now the body is like, okay, we need this rest to recover, to generate more chi, to build up more energy. Right. Right. And so there are several different ways to look at that. And one spectrum, you got someone's body that's working to build up energy to heal. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side, you might have had somebody that they might have got wiped out a little bit more then they really should have been because of that. You know what I mean? Because if they've had some kind of excessive movement going on. So that's why it's all about really looking at the person and observing them, seeing exactly where their energy is at and saying, okay, how do I want to go about treating this person today? Do I want to do strong movement? Do I want to gently move the chi because they're already kind of on the deficient side? You Mm -hmm. get what I mean?
0: Right. So what should someone do before an acupuncture appointment? How should they prepare?
1: Uh, so one of the main things is eating because a lot of people who don't know they'll come to the appointment and have not eaten eaten at all. Right. And just might drink coffee, a lot of caffeine. It's generally good not to do a lot of caffeine mm-hmm. before a treatment because it makes you more sensitive. Right, mm-hmm. think caffeine makes you more like, right? So then that can also make the needles more sensitive when they go in and also eating is important because we say we move energy or we move chi right? right you have to give your body more chi how your body constantly gets energy and chi is when you eat it gets it from it from your food so if you don't give me too much energy to move the treatment might not be as effective or that person may be seen deficient that day when they come in because they've been moving all day and they haven't eaten And so now when they come to see you, you can just tell their energy is so low. And once again, if you try to move too much, you can really wipe them out. So eating before, maybe like an hour before, but not eating too heavy, you know, eating kind of like something light, not too heavy, you know. And generally it's not good to work out before coming in Mm -hmm. because working out once again, right, you're moving a lot of energy, you're using up a lot of energy. And so that can kind of make you, you know, make your energy a little bit lower. So generally it's not good to work out before coming to the treatment. And usually if, you know, you have, you know, you're able to do it wearing something that's kind of loose, you know, in case, you know, they may need to get to your points on your legs. Instead of you having to get totally undressed, you can move your, you know, pants leg up or move things out of the way much easier.
0: Right, right. What is one um, suggestion that you have for black men if they are apprehensive to it. What would you say?
1: Um I would say, definitely try, try you know, try it because trying something never hurt, right? right. So you know, I always say try because usually that's what gives you like the, the light bulb. you try it and like, oh wow. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we tend to be a little bit skeptical of something that's new. You know, it's like new and that's needles. I don't know about all that. Right. But just try it. If it don't work, it don't work for you. Okay, I tried it. It doesn't work. But at least give it a try. What what could you know, what could hurt? Mm -hmm. Right. Just giving it a try is holistic. It's natural. Seeing how you react to it, because then you may have just found something that now, will help you, you know what I mean? And then it's like, wow, I don't have to take a pill. I, I can go, this mm-hmm. person can help me, you know, ground and push through and help me as a provider, right? right? These are things that I just, you know, just try it. You know what I mean? And it's just you and the acupuncturist, you know, just just go through, you know, with trying it, you don't have to feel pretty much too, vul- like, like about your vulnerability is my mm-hmm. point. If you think about that vulnerability aspect, once again, this is just you, and a practitioner, and they're here to help you with whatever goal you have in mind, whatever it is that you're trying to work on.
0: Absolutely. Um, just to give um, you know purpose to the hot needles, the cupping. Um, what is the purpose of all of that? How how does that and and the light that goes over some of the needles that are um, staying, you know, for the staying in your body for the
1: for the session okay so cupping which is one of my favorite modalities to do um it moves energy and moves stagnation once again but you know when people get cupping right one of the common things you see are these marks right mm-hmm. so some people have dark dark purple marks some people have red marks right mm-hmm. um so you're actually bringing uh old like so you're causing blood to come to the surface and usually if there's pain, somewhere you're bringing old blood to the surface so mm-hmm. new blood could come in and take its place pretty much wow. so if that blood is stagnant there causing pain if you're bringing that to the surface the body can get rid of it quickly and then the new blood can come in take its place and cause movement in that area to reduce that pain you know so that that's like one of the main major things that it helps to do but mm-hmm. cupping can also be used for like common cold symptoms you know, and clearing, like, internal heat. That's what you don't see often people talking about, but because you're causing localized inflammation with cups, if someone has a common cold, that causes an immune response. The body registers that as, oh, there's inflammation. We need to make more white blood cells, mm-hmm. right? So that now it has even more power to also fight off the common cold. So it can help with common colds, but it can also help rid the body of toxins. So, sometimes we do a cupping that's called bloodletting cupping. When people have like adhesions or they have internal heat or inflammation, that cupping can help to clear out some of that inflammation or lower like a fever, for example. And so, those are like some of the aspects of the cups, you know, just kind of helping to move things and loosen up things and cause less tension. And then the lamp, which we call like a TDP lamp or infrared lamp, It helps to, you know, it has penetrable heat. So it's very penetrating. So it can help with uh, pain helping in in an area to heal quicker. But it also helps if someone has internal cold because that heat can penetrate deeper to help warm up areas that are cold and stagnant and spasmic. And so it can help kind of get in there and cause movement because it's heat, right? If we think about cold, right? if you put something in a freezer it freezes and slows it down if you heat something up like you boil water it speeds it up right so when we have pain the application of heat can help to move things and get that stagnation moving and to help with the, uh the heat you know and then the hot needles also adds that like hot in that that heating energy into the body once again the yang or we say yang energy you know what i mean it can help and sometimes some practitioners may not necessarily use hot needles, mm-hmm. but they may do like you said, they may put a heat lamp over the needle mm-hmm. or we use something like moxibustin, which is like mugwort. And they may actually put that herb on top of the needle and burn it. And then that energy can go through the needle to add that heating energy into the body if it needs it. it. So, you know, you, there's all kind of different approaches, depending on the practitioner and what they want to do. There's different approaches to that and how you can utilize those modalities. Wow. And this is also good for athletes. Is that correct? Yes. I work with a lot of athletes. That, um, I think that was maybe a year ago. I had, there was a big rugby competition in town and I got a lot of rugby players coming to me like that day because they had a competition. It was a big competition. One player came, he was sending all of his teammates, you know, cause people were coming in there with swollen ankles and tight calf muscles and Charlie horses and, mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of things. And right. they all were able to come in, get support with the acupuncture and the cupping and the twin massage I was doing. And a lot of them were able to get back on the field and keep on going. Right. So acupuncture can really help with athletes. It's very common, right. you know, in cupping, you mentioned cupping, you know, one of the ways that cupping got popular in this country was the Olympics. You know, they were using it in China, for centuries, you know, but when the Olympus came and you saw all these athletes getting cupping, then that that put the spark in, in people's mind. And that's when we got cupping to be more popularized. Right. Wow.
0: Well Dr. Corey, I um this has been a great conversation and but I don't want to um take away all of your time for today. I just want to say thank you for being a part um, and thank you to our listeners. Um, how tell our listeners how they can connect with you if they have questions, if they want to, um, you know, have a session with you? Please let them know how they can contact you.
1: So I can definitely be reached via email, which is Natural Flow of Life, ACU, A-C-U. Um, so Corey at Natural Flow of com. So that's the email. And then my website, if you want to just kind of read more about me, um, my website is www.naturalflowoflifeacu.com. And also on the website, my number is there, which I can give you my business number, which is 720-443-0316. You can also text me because that is my business line. So you can reach out via text, via email um, to whether you are in town and you want to come get a session because I am currently located in Denver, Colorado. So if you are local or you're in Denver and you would like a session with me, you can book online or you can reach out to me. If you want me to do a talk, you can feel free to email me and we can set that up as well. I love educating and so it's one of my passions as well.
0: Thank you again um, for highlighting um, your work and your expertise. Um, I have to say that um, the purpose of the show is to highlight black men Um, doing great things. And this, we do not see too many Black men um, in this space. I I tried to find, I think I found there were only two of you. I know there's probably more, but um, there were two of you in the States and then one, you know, overseas um, that, you know, that I researched. So I thank you um, for doing this work and for keeping your commitment by being a part of the show that means so much to us. Um, For merchandise, visit IChangeTheNarrative.org. Thank you to our sponsors, So Organic, So Suave. You can follow Sauce on Instagram for the latest in product news and updates. Visit at www.sossd.co. Don't forget to follow us on TikTok, IG, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at IChangeTheNarrative. That's all one word. We've added a weekday pop-up segment. We'll see you soon.